Riverside. This is DJ Toddy Fresh, Toddy G spinning the heads tonight. That sounded like some vinyl rolling there, Todd. What did you have going on there? Oh, I wish it was vinyl, but you know we don't have the uh, license to play that. I don't have a BMI license, uh, uh, so you know we got to go with the pre-made stuff, and so we're not paying royalties on anything because uh, that was already put in there by by Riverside.fm, who we're using to record now and using their platform and enjoying that so uh yeah yeah so we can spin a few hits but they're kind of limited uh, and uh i don't find any classic rock and roll over there yet but maybe i'll start making some requests for that maybe they've got a license they can loan us Baron, <laughs> how you doing i'm doing well doing well todd good to see you good to hear you uh you might have missed a calling there you got that you got that voice that that presenter kind of uh that uh that dj like you said dj jazzy todd voice you could you could do it i think second calling retirement coming second calling 60 year old dj but hey we're going to be done by seven o'clock i just work five to seven i work the early shift everybody goes to denny's to get their supper uh, they come <laughs> back to the retirement home and i spin some classics and there you uh, go we're, we're, we're out by seven so nice not doing those late night dances but maybe some, <laughs> some yeah, who knows uh, what uh, the future holds. But. That's good stuff. Well, I'm doing well. How about you, Todd? How are you doing over there? Oh, well, yeah, it's going well. You know, it's hard to believe, man, that we are, well, we're at week eight. You know, obviously, we're all week eight, but uh, this is our last regular season week, and we'll get our playoff pairings and start playoffs uh, a week from Friday. So, how about uh, regional volleyball next week? Regional yeah. cross country. It is it is going fast. You know, state golf just finished up for us with the four A schools this last weekend. Yeah. So, one sport down and the rest to go, and 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 postseason coming. How are you guys feeling about the eight games now that you've gotten into it and it's week eight? And what's what's the feel at the two A one A levels? Well, the feel is as the AD, you're only guaranteed four home games a year instead of five one year, where you get that extra gate, and that's yeah. the real rub. Um, you know, we're fortunate. I, I think we're going to host at least two games uh, in the playoffs, so we'll get a portion of that. But, you know, we just finished playing an opponent 90 miles away that had won one game. So I think we counted 27 people on their side. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just a, a, a poor gate, uh, to be quite honest. So, you know, that's the thing. I, I think from a football standpoint, I think our coaches like it, but, you know, again, we don't, I don't know. It's hard to call it the playoffs yet oh, until yeah. you get about two rounds in, but it's the playoffs and, uh, you know, you're going to make it. And I, I think, you know, the, the opportunity for schools to schedule a ninth game, those that don't make the playoffs, I know several over here on the Western side have, have scheduled those games already for week nine, okay. I think. They know they're not in the playoffs, so. Um, that's and I that's kind of a, in that situation. Yeah. That's kind of a throwback. That used to happen, if I understand it right, back in the '90s. It did, yeah. Thirty years ago, when they started that, uh, you could schedule that ninth game, and then of yeah. course they went to everybody playing nine. But. Yep. So, so it's here. It's here. Yep. It's it's rolling up fast. Well. Yep. But that's all right. Um, today's the first day it felt like like fall no kidding uh, we got the florida weather going we got florida weather uh, i saw this was the first day since may 30th that we had not been at 70 or above huh that's this is late to not have a frost yet this is late absolutely is yeah so yeah we need to get them out so i can get the uh, flies and the little bugs out of my press box the uh oh i tell you what <clears throat> Now, Cedar Falls kind of took the rest of the 4A schools in golf to the woodshed this last weekend, the state golf meet. Uh, they just, they're a fantastic golf team. And, it, you know, yeah, you talk about home course and things like that. It's not their home course, but a lot of them play that course a lot. Um, 
but they took us out of the woodshed. But the real winner on the weekend was those little black bugs, the noceums. Noceums. Oh, I, I've got probably 30 bites on each of my elbows and my forearms and hands on both. I just got just pounded by them on Friday. Okay, and you know they aren't biting you. They're peeing on you. Well, <laughs> that's, that's a fun they, fact on the noceums. They, they are not. Acid, that's acid in their urine. Shut up. Yep. Great. That, that's just fantastic. It's like a jellyfish story from Friends all of a sudden, except it goes the opposite direction, doesn't relieve the sting. <laughs> it makes it worse. It really? Makes it worse. Yep. yep. Did not, I did not know that. I always shared that fun fact, and uh, I did not verify it on Twitter or Facebook. So that cannot wow. be verified by the science of Twitter and Facebook. So, but I was actually told that by somebody who speaks. So. All right. Well, there you go. Well, I've been, I was peed on a lot last weekend then. And it stings. Oh, it's terrible. So anyway. A white shirt? I was not, but boy, they were, they were thick. Yeah. So anyway. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's uh, say thank you to some sponsors. And then let's get into our guest tonight. Sounds good. Uh, first sponsor, want to thank our sponsors at Gipper. Uh, once you, do you want your athletic program to stand out on social media? Well, now you can using Gipper. <clears throat> using Gipper, you can create and share professional sports graphics to social media in seconds on any device without needing design experience. Try out Gipper for free at gogipper.com backslash athletics. Gipper has now gotten into the podcast arena as well. You can check out Matthew Glick on Standout. Uh, and again, they keep adding, uh, adding feature after feature, and they keep adding social media card uh, package after package. Uh, they're great to work with at Gipper and Beyond the Bench. Certainly so thanks them for their support, and thanks you should give them a good look if you are um, looking to make use of social media uh, software. Our next sponsor is Superfan. As a leader in the industry, Superfan has spent the last 10 years innovating and changing how schools approach fan engagement, ticketing, fundraising, and more. The Superfan platform includes our customized app. Make it fit your school by choosing from dozens of engagement features designed with your students in mind. Communicate better with our smart notif notification system, which allows you to target specific audiences. Learn more about your fan base with Superfan's detailed real-time data and reporting. Sell everything from merchandise to memberships through RevPass our contactless digital payment system. Raising funds just got easier with Rocket Jar, digital fundraising platform. You get your own customized funding site, complete with your branding. Each fundraising campaign has its own page, making it easy to target potential donors. And Superfan's digital ticketing platform, FlashTix, makes it easy to sell tickets for any type of event from start to finish, you can purchase tickets in as little as 10 seconds. Easy to set up and manage, it's a valuable addition to any school's toolbox. No matter how big or small your school is, the Superfan platform is your all-in-one solution. Find out more or schedule a demo at superfaninc.com. All right, our next gold sponsor we want to say thank you to are the guys and gals at Varsity Bound. Um, Varsity Bound HQ has been a great sponsor beyond the bench, uh, and their platform just becomes stronger and stronger every week, whether you're looking for uh, stats statewide in your conference or district and to a specific sport at any level. You can find stats and things like that there. They're also involved in the ticketing arena. I know that'll be big with the girls' union uh, as we get to postseason here. A lot of folks using the Varsity Bound ticketing platform. Uh, for AD schedule management um, and contract management for our coaches, all of our forms and everything we need for the Boys Association Girls Union uh, can all be found on your Varsity Bound management page. They're, they're really becoming a one-stop shop for ADs in Iowa to manage everything in our sports, uh, in our sports programs, as well as providing a great uh, top-notch platform for the general public to keep up on their favorite high school sports and favorite high school teams. So thanks to the folks at Varsity Bound. Uh, for their ongoing support of Beyond the Bench and high school sports in Iowa and beyond. And I think, uh, you know, you're going to see their fundraising platform really start to take off here now. Yes. Because our good friend Scott Jarvis 
it's kind of like the AD in resident now for Varsity Bound. And so I think their, their fundraising feature, their funding source, the, the sponsorships, he's going to help a lot of ADs, including this old guy, uh, get some more sponsorships on Varsity Bound. So uh, check out Scott, get a hold of him, and he will help you get some funding uh, through the Varsity Bound app as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, our next gold sponsor are the folks at Hometown Ticketing. Uh, they've been sponsors with us from the get-go here at Beyond the Bench, and excited to have them back for Season 4. If you're an AD interested in saving time or making your job a little less stressful, or if you're looking at ways to improve the fan experience at your games, Beyond the Bench suggests you take a good look at Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing provides schools with everything needed to offer professional-level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown integrates industry-leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website. This provides your fans with a simple and easy ticket-buying experience that takes place directly on your website without the need to create an account, remember a password, or download an app. From individual game tickets to customized season pass programs, our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program, and the best part is it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. We suggest you check out check out Hometown Ticketing, the official ticketing partner of VNN Sports at www.hometownticketing.com. I uh, just got all my postseason volleyball stuff set up with Hometown Ticketing here today. Uh, actually, I had to take tickets today, Todd, at my freshman volleyball game and, and had all my season pass folks coming through with their QR codes ready to roll on their phones. It's quick, easy, painless uh, for your staff, your workers, and you as an AD to work with. So thanks to those folks at Hometown Ticketing as well. And many of you heard our interview in season three when we had former high school athletic director and author Jamie Beckler on the show. Jamie also has an online leadership program that is great for coaches and student athletes. I believe in the leadership playbook so much that I purchased it for our entire athletic department. The price is incredible when you consider all of the resources and video lessons that are included. Plus, you get access to Jamie, and he'll even do a free virtual presentation for your staff. I highly recommend it, so make sure you check out theleadershipplaybook.com and Jamie Beckler. A fantastic resource. Our coaches are loving it, and uh, I know our, our winter coaches are looking forward to it, and our spring coaches are already on it, uh, checking out those resources. So check out Jamie Beckler and theleadershipplaybook.com. And finally, we'd like to, to just uh, thank our silver sponsor, Goat Fundraising. Goat Fundraising out of uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis area. Uh, a really uh, convenient fundraiser where you actually uh, sell products and uh, the, the consumer gets products and not just uh, something that is uh, maybe a little bit wasteful or just giving you money. But uh, Goat Fundraising, a really easy platform. So check out Goat Fundraising for some of your fundraising ideas as well. Thank you to all of our sponsors of Beyond the Bench. Phew. Man. Great to have great sponsors, great people as a part of our journey here on Beyond the Bench. So, all right. Ready to jump into this thing, Todd? Let's do it. I think all right. Have, uh, the anticipation is, is enough for our, our listeners. They've listened to our sponsors, and uh, now we're bringing on a champ. I'll tell you what, I mentioned the Florida weather earlier that we've, you know, the Florida-like weather that we've been experiencing here in Iowa here so far this fall, because that's where our guest comes to us uh, from this evening. Well, we're excited to have Jake Von Schur on the show with us, uh, AD, retired AD um, out of Florida, and we're excited to get to have Jake on the show. We've all had a chance to be on his podcast, excited to return the favor and have Jake on ours here this evening. A little bit about Jake before we get we bring him on the show. He, like I said, retired AD, a 40-plus year career uh, in education as a teacher, coach, and athletic director. Uh, as we mentioned, he's a fellow podcaster. He's got the Educational AD podcast, showcasing high school ADs from around the country. I think you're, he's like he's over 200 podcasts already. This guy's pushing out like four a day, I think. Uh, and he's also an author, um, pushed uh, out his, his first book, The Athletic Director's Toolbox, uh, which is just a fantastic resource for ADs uh, on Amazon. I, he'll tell us about the story of that, I, I'm sure, with how that took off on Amazon. But uh, 
super involved in the AAA uh, in the LTI programming and, and teaching courses. Excited to have Jake on the show with us tonight. Jake, welcome aboard. Oh, well, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, it was uh, so much fun having you on uh, my podcast a while back and uh, excited to be on the uh, uh, the granddaddy of all AD-related podcasts. Uh, I think I called you guys podcast royalty, uh, and it's certainly true. Well, that's awfully kind of you uh, on, on that. Um, says the guy who, like I said, you're pushing content out uh, left and right. So we, I, I'm anxious to find out where you find all the time to do that, Jake. So welcome. Welcome. Uh, we'll get things started. Let's just introduce you to our, our uh, listeners. So tell us a bit, Jake, about your journey um, throughout your education career uh, and kind of how you landed where you're at today. Okay. Um, well, thank you. Thank you again. Uh, as you mentioned, um, I retired this past June, uh, uh, 41 years in education. So I'll, I'll try to squeeze that down into, you know, two or three hours. <laughs> but uh, uh, was born and raised uh, in the great state of Oregon. Um, you know, went to high school, you know, across the river in Washington State, but uh, really started, uh, you know, my teaching and coaching career in the Northwest. Uh, I like to say injuries and a lack of talent uh, kept me out of the NFL. And so I uh, just love sports so much. Um, you know, I, I wasn't that crazy about teaching coming out of college, but I knew I had to teach to be a coach. And so just, and, um, you know, uh, was it a junior high, um, you know, got my first high school job, uh, head coaching job when I was 25 years old. Uh, just a great example of, I not only didn't know what I didn't know, I had no clue what I didn't know, but uh, <laughs> I had some great kids, had some great assistants and, uh, and climbed that ladder. Um, uh, went to a, a larger high school. We had some success. Uh, ended up coaching uh, at the junior college level. Uh, my wife was also a coach, uh, which helps a lot, as you know, in our lifestyle. Uh, you know, someone that understands the the time demands. And uh, uh, we ended up uh, both getting on kind of a college coaching carousel that took us uh, from Oregon uh, to Missouri, uh, to Vermont, uh, out to California, uh, into Arkansas. And then uh, right around 2000, um, we were looking to do something different. Our oldest daughter was just going to be starting high school. And we said, you know, we got to quit bouncing around. We need to settle down a little bit. And so um, there's a school in Florida. They were looking for a head football. Uh, they were looking for a girls PE teacher who could also coach cross country and track. And it was just a uh, uh, perfect fit. So. Uh, we were there for eight years, eight great years. Uh, our three kids all went to school there and played sports and were in the school play and made those lifelong friends that, uh, you know, you hope they're gonna make. Uh, and then um, had the fortune to work at two other uh, great uh, high schools, private schools in Florida, uh, one down in uh, the Miami area for six years and then uh, up in Tallahassee in the Panhandle, uh, the McClay School. Uh, where I was at for five years, and, and that's where I ended up uh, retiring. So uh, uh, that's uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Literally have covered all four corners of the country in your career then. And the Midwest. Uh, and, the, and, the, uh, so, <laughs> so. and the Midwest. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, you know that we're the, 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 we're the kings. If you listen, I know you listen to the show. We, we're, we like the follow-up question. Uh, it's so funny. We start our scripts with five questions, six questions, and we know it, it'll never stick to that. I might have two here because <clears throat> one thing I'm curious about, one thing came up as you were talking through that. So you talked about that college coaching carousel. Um, what's that? I mean, just real quick. I mean, what was your experience with that? What's that like to bounce around that much? Um, I think a lot of folks out there think, oh, that'd be fantastic. That college coaching, that'd be the gig to be in. What's you obviously experienced everything about that. What's it like? Well, I mean, the, the, the good aspects are, you know, it is kind of cool to be, you know, coaching college, but it's uh, the same. You're, you're coaching kids. They're just maybe a little older, a little bigger, a little faster. Um, was not a big fan of the on-the-road recruiting. Uh, the school that we were at uh, in Missouri, uh, NAI, very successful school. Um, we didn't do a lot of on the road recruiting. Um, we, you know, back then there was no well, internet was just getting started, but you know, we were phone calls and mailers. Um, the admissions office did send me back uh, every year to Oregon for about a week. 
because we felt that we had a really great value of good school, good sports, good financial aid programs, and we were able to bring a lot of Oregon kids back to Missouri while we were there. Um, it was a first-class institution, and uh, we just really loved it. And we all joke, uh, the head coach and the AD who was there uh, at the time, Greg Purdom, uh, who I kind of single out as my mentor in the book. Um, long story short, um, you know, he, uh, and he'll be the first to admit it, uh, he got into kind of a uh, um, pissing match with the president and, uh, mm -hmm. and lost that. And uh, he was let go and just shocked all of us. And we were just coming off championship season and playoffs. And my wife and I, our positions were safe because we were faculty and coaches, but, uh, Long story short, we ended up leaving there. And we all joke, we all give Greg a hard time. And he's in their Hall of Fame now. Hmm. Uh, we said, if you could have kept your mouth shut, we'd all still be at Missouri Valley. <laughs> but, uh, uh, went to a Division three school. And uh, it, it's not a right, wrong, good, or bad thing. But it was just, it was very different. Um, different environment, uh, different resources, uh, different attitudes. Uh, and... Um, they did a lot of on the road recruiting and uh, just, it wasn't a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the, the traveling and seeing different parts of the country, we didn't plan it. It was just, you know, hey, that, that's what we're doing. You know, guess what? We're moving to San Jose, California. Um, and one of my best friends from high school that I'm still very close with, and we just had our, you know, 45th high school reunion, um, a couple of years ago, he and I were walking through his neighborhood with our wives, and uh, he, you know, was a, a great high school athlete, played some small college ball, and then went to work for Blue Cross in Portland as a computer programmer right out of college, and stayed there his whole career as a senior vice president. He does consulting, uh, but he spent his entire career in this job, uh, in this neighborhood. You know, they bought a house; it's all paid for, and I, we were walking. Dean, uh, I've always been kind of jealous. You know, you just, you had a great career at Blue Cross. You've been here your whole time and, you know, just obvious uh, of you. And he kind of chuckles and uh, he goes, Jake, I, I was just thinking the same thing about you. You know, you've been all over the country. You've seen all these, you know, great places. And it was just a great, you know, lesson for very good friends about, you know, hey, you know, it's you know, perception and uh, the grass yeah. isn't always greener. So I hope that that's yeah. a long way of answering your question. No, I, I appreciate that. I was just curious about folks who have been been in on that path, and I think a lot of folks look at that and and look at it as uh, a romantic type of you know the, the all the good side of it. And and, yeah. I, and I know bouncing around that much, it's there's a lot people don't know about that job. I've never mentioned that aspect to my wife as we were driving that U-Haul cross country, that romantic <laughs> uh, side of it, but. Uh, uh, yeah. I, 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 for our kids, hey, our kids um, learned how to make friends uh, quickly, uh, yeah. and so yeah. it's uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, it, it, it's our life, and uh, it, um, I, I'm not going to try to discourage from doing it. I, I would do what I just did with you. You know, talk about yeah. the good things and talk about maybe some of the challenges. Yeah, makes sense. The other thing I need to ask about as part of your journey, because if you follow Jake on Twitter or LinkedIn, you'll see that he'll post these pictures of these big time track and field meets that he's working. Uh, so talk to me about your role in those and just how how much fun that's been. Um, well, uh, we as, as a high school track coach or an AD, um, and you guys can, I'm, I'm sure, appreciate this. Uh, you're hosting a meet, whether it's a three way or maybe you're hosting district this year. Many times, you know, there's a situation and the, the track coach, not the judge, but the track coach has no idea what they're talking about. And, and so we as athletic administrators, we kind of have to be that jack of all trades. And since I ran track in, in, in high school and college, uh, I, I got a pretty good track background. And so I'd been doing, and my wife too, uh, was cross country track runner. Uh, we'd been doing high school meets in an official, unofficial capacity for a long time. And uh, uh, long story short, we got involved with uh, USA Track and Field. We took the uh, exams. We started doing college meets. Um, and sometimes it, it's literally you're, you're, you stick your, I know we're on audio here, but you, you stick your left hand out and you wave your right hand. You know, this is the direction you go. Um, and other times you're, 
uh, working the laser at the long jump and uh, you're replaying that uh, video camera to that you know micro frame to see if there was a, a foul um, you know things like that so it's it's been really cool and uh, I've you know and my wife too I don't want to say I but you know we've both um, progressed through the ranks uh, we're now both uh, national certified officials for USA track and field uh, we work the state high school meets here in Florida um, it's it's really a lot of fun uh, the the athletes are always very appreciative particularly at the college level although the high school kids are good too uh, coaches are coaches you know how they are but um, it, it's just a way to stay involved and uh, you know if you want to say give back um, I, I just it's selfish. I like doing it. You know, I don't feel mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm giving back. I am, but uh, I enjoy it. So it, it's a painless way to give back. How's that? Sounds like fun to me. Well, Jake, going uh, back to your high school AD days, uh, what do you think you did really well as an athletic administrator? What were some things you did well? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I I think if you took a poll of uh, the coaches that I worked with uh, over those 26 years, uh, I think the uh, the satisfaction reports um, would get uh, they they would show a a track of improving over the years. Uh, early on, uh, I mean, uh, again, it, it was one of those things. Uh, I wasn't completely clueless. Didn't know, uh, and my leadership style was you know very much like you know my head football all right we're gonna do this and you're gonna do that and uh there's a lot more telling people what to do and and not nearly enough uh listening and asking questions and uh, so uh, i i think i was good at getting things done I, I was good at you know organization um i remember telling my boss once uh i was good at the minutia of the job uh, I was a great manager um, throughout my career. Um, it took me years to become a better leader um, as an athletic director. Um, when I took the job at McClay up in Tallahassee, which in, in Florida, uh, it's one of the elite private schools, uh, great academics, great program, and just a tremendous athletic history. Uh, they've been around now, you know, closing on 60 years. So. They had been winning long before I got there. But uh, uh, probably the best thing I did when I got to McClay was uh, that summer, uh, I had um, uh, I, I sent out an email to every single uh, coach, coach, assistant coach, middle school coach, et cetera. And uh, just kind of quick introduced myself. Um, hey, I'm looking forward to meeting you. You know, you know, shoot me an email or give me a call. Here's my cell phone. Come on in the office. I want to meet you and uh, you know find out how I can help you. And that was what the email was. And when they came in, and pretty much every so I was busy for about a month there. Um, but for the head coaches, uh, I said, uh, I just want to ask you one question: How can I make your job more fun? You know, uh, how can I help you enjoy coaching more? And uh, previously, they had had to do all their paperwork. They had to submit their rosters to the state. They had to do all this stuff. And I, I was a full-time AD. I wasn't teaching. I wasn't coaching. I said, well, you can do that if you want to, but I'd be happy to take that off your hands. Um, you know, game day setups and things like that. Uh, I, I just I told them, I said, I want you to coach. I want you to be with the kids. I want you to have fun. Uh, I don't want you fundraising. You know, if you need something, ask me. You know, we'll, we'll get the boosters. We'll get advancement. So uh, I, I think I was able to learn and get better. Uh, and I think that's what I did really well over the course of my career. I got better. Okay. That's a great answer. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, let's talk about the Educational AD podcast, your podcast that uh, you have gone one-on-one -on -one with more people than Michael Jordan. Um, it's amazing. I mean, I, I love it. Uh, and, but how, how did that get started for you? And, uh, what have you learned over the last couple of years as you've been doing it? Um, 
Well, uh, a little over a year ago, um, I was uh, in our state organization, the FIAAA for athletic directors. Uh, I was the president-elect. And as the president-elect, it's your job to organize the annual state conference, which uh, for us is in May. And so by, you know, I'm going to say October, you know, I had our conference ready to go. I had my keynote speaker lined up. I had all the workshops. We had our LTI committee. The courses were ready. Uh, hotel was set. We were ready to go. And then COVID hit. And um, basically, at, you know, at the end of February, uh, I think it was March 1st, March 2nd, maybe, uh, we made the decision uh, to cancel our conference. Uh, just, you know, we just can't do it. And, and part of that was us. Part of that was the uh the laws in florida at the time so around the same time uh the niaa uh, was offering some free uh, webinar courses uh, i was actually you know co-teaching one with a friend of mine here in florida and uh, I, I just got the idea well hey maybe we could take some of the workshops that we had scheduled and do a series of zoom workshops um and invite people to attend. And this was before anybody knew what Zoom was. You know, Zoom, what the heck is that? Yeah. And so long story short, we ended up um, we, in the, the middle of April, it was two weeks. We did two each day. Uh, so that was a total of 20 uh, Zoom workshops. And uh, we advertised it you know, on the website, on the NIAAA portal, on Facebook. Um, you know, we just um, invited ADs to come. We had about a thousand downloads, or not downloads, um, uh, attendees. Mm -hmm. uh, we had presenters from nine different states. Uh, we had some international ADs. And it was just a really uh, cool way that um, a lot of people in our state came together. And uh, we had something. I, I think we were the first, and I think we were maybe one of three uh, states that, you know, they had their face-to-face uh, -face conference canceled, but we actually ended up doing something. So uh, I, I was quite proud of that. Uh, and it was a lot of fun, too. Uh, this was in April. Uh, in May, um, I got a call from uh, our good friends in Georgia, uh, Don Baker and Joth Matthews, uh, who do a little their own. And they asked me if I would be a guest on their show. And, uh, you know, they kind of asked me the same questions. And it, I think it was just a, a matter of things happening. The Zoom workshops, uh, just being on their podcast. And they were just, you know, just like you guys. You know, they're, they're such professionals uh, and they were so welcoming. Uh, I got the idea of, well, hey, I can do this for our Florida ADs. And, uh uh, and, and you guys, you know, typically you, you go around an hour with your content and it's all good. And, and so did Josh and Don. I said, well, geez, I don't know if I can do an hour, but I can do 25, 30 minutes. And so uh, June 29th, we had our first episode of uh, the Educational AD podcast with uh, Rocky Gillis, who was the president-elect that year. And I had become the president. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we, we just started going. And... Uh, you know, to show how high tech I am, uh, I went on Google and I typed in, how do you do a podcast? <laughs> um, and uh, I remember the one, th one thing, well, several things jumped out, but one thing said, you got to have um, fresh content. And so that's still in the back of my mind to a degree about, you know, why so many interviews and, and why we put something out there. You know, I, I want us to, to stay relevant. Um, but uh, I think we were maybe 18, 19 episodes in, and I had no idea if people were listening. I still didn't understand the, um, the anchor platform and the analytics and all that. But uh, I got an email from uh, Steve Throney, who's an AD out in Nebraska. Um, and he goes, Jake, I've been listening to the podcast. Uh, can I be a guest? And so that's how we started you know, going to... Uh, people from other states, and now, you know, 15 months later, you know, we've had guests on from uh, 47 different states, you know, we're heard in 34 different countries, and um, we, we've actually cut back from three Jake interviews a week to two, but uh, we've added two other features, uh, Dan Como, who's our Florida mentoring coordinator, 
and John Scromolo, who's one of the up and coming ADs, uh, he runs our newsletter uh, for Florida. Uh, they do quick little nuggets. Uh, Tuesdays, the mentoring minute, and Thursdays, uh, team building tips. Uh, and so we've gone to four days a week, but those are pre recorded. So all I have to do is, uh, you know, upload them and they're good to go. So, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it amazes me that people keep listening and tuning in. Uh, but uh, as long as that, uh, as long as they keep listening, we'll keep doing them because I have a lot of fun uh, asking the questions. Yeah, I mean, you do a great job. And I, I just think it's what I think is so cool is, you know, all of us that are kind of in this podcasting arena, all of our, our podcasts are a little bit different, right? Um, we're directed towards ADs, so I don't care if ADs are listening to us or you or uh, Utah, uh, who's ever putting out stuff for ADs to keep them in the game and keep them encouraged. That's all I want. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if, if they listen to us, great. If they listen to you, even better. Uh, I just want ADs to be encouraged, to have the professional development, the emotional support, and just to know that they're not in this alone. So uh, I, I just appreciate what you do. And I, I, I love that you've brought John on now. Um, I, I, you're right, he's an up and comer and uh, doing great things down there in Florida. And uh, I need to listen to your mentoring one, too, because I'm sure that's outstanding as well. So uh, just fantastic work, Jake. I appreciate that. Uh, well, and, and what you said is so true. You know, we always talk about how coaches, and I know you guys, you know, uh, have pretty good coaching resumes, too. Um, you know, as coaches, we tended to keep things close to the vest. Uh, but as ADs, we can't wait to give away a secret and, and tell somebody how to do it. So you're absolutely right. Uh, um, you know, the... The topics that you guys cover, um, I love the way that you guys take something that's happening locally, you know, in your state, in your region, but it's applicable across the country in just about any situation, rural or urban school, um, you know, Midwest or, or West Coast. Um, it, it's That's what ADs want. They want that content. Right. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Well, Jake, if you can... Um... That kind of leads you to me to a follow-up question, and that is, tell us about the book, um, your toolbox book, and kind of where that idea started, and uh, how that process, you know, got going, and, and what that kind of led to. Sure, um, it was really another complete accident. Um, we'd been doing the podcast for a while, and as you know, one of our features is the athletic director's toolbox, and I think we'd done. Um, I don't know, 60, 70 shows, and someone asked me, uh, Jake, are you keeping track of all the tool suggestions? You know, what's been the most popular uh, tool? And I had been keeping track of them on a spreadsheet, just, you know, the person who'd been on and, and what their suggestions were, but really hadn't gone back and, and organized it. So um, long story short, obviously there were a lot of repeated tools, but there were some unique ones too. And... Um, we ended up, um, or I, when I say we, I guess it was me for this, uh, I just ended up, you know, taking uh, the first 150 interviews as um, kind of our, our stopping point. And out of that 150, um, we had something like 473 tools. Obviously, some people gave more than three. And so uh, I looked at those 400 and uh, through my own uh, arrangements, uh, put them into 20 uh, categories, you know, based on, you know, I think we had three or maybe four unique tools. I'll have to go back and look at the book, um, all the way up to the ones that had been mentioned most frequently. And so uh, I reached out to uh, two ADs you guys probably know on a national level, uh, Mike Elson out of uh, Tennessee mm -hmm. and uh, Lisa Langston out of Texas, who's our current um, NIAAA president, both had been on the podcast, he said, how would the two of you like to help me share a, um, uh, an episode with our um, top 20 tools? And, and they both did. They thought it was a great idea. And it's still one of our highest, re uh, highest rated, uh, most listened to episodes. But as we were getting ready to record 
and I'd sent both Lisa and Mike a kind of a script with how we were going to break it up. Uh, Mike made the comment, um, you know, Jake, this would be a great book. And I go, really? You really think so? And from that moment that he made that suggestion to the day that I actually ordered uh, a copy of my book off of Amazon, that was just a little over three weeks. Wow. No way. So, so number one, that's how quickly it came together, but maybe even more important than that, that's how easy, and I'm not getting paid for this, but that's how easy the Amazon self-publishing platform is. Um, the templates, uh, the click here, do this, do that. Um, it was, as I say, it was so easy, Jake could do it. Uh, <laughs> and, so, um, um, it, it, and again, it, it I, I wanted to do it once I kind of got going and it was so much fun doing it. Uh, yeah, there's a sense of accomplishment in, in doing it. Um, but I, I had no idea it was going to become, uh, I guess I was hoping, but I had no idea it would become as, as popular as it's become. I, I think it's short. I think it's to the point. Uh, it gives ADs uh, or coaches those little nuggets that they can look at. Um, and again, it, it's not me. I simply ask the questions and arrange them in the categories. Uh, it's everybody else's wisdom. Uh, that they're sharing, you know, three pieces of wisdom are mine because uh, I put my three tools in there. But uh, um, the we're continuing to record, and th that next round of um, interviews, uh, that next 150, uh, they're going to be in the second edition. And from a timing standpoint, that's probably going to come out this coming spring, maybe you know, early summer. But uh, uh, like I said, as long as people keep uh, answering the questions, you know, we'll keep uh, doing the podcasts, and I guess doing the books. Well, it's a great resource, Jake, and uh, uh, sometimes the best things are just born out of accidents, right? And, uh, <laughs> Amen to that. So yeah, uh, I mean, and again, it's it's everyone uh, has been so um, over the top with their kind praise uh, and uh, in encouragement, which again, it's kind of a feel-good moment. Uh, I do have to chuckle. You know, there were a couple people. Um, in our state association and again I, I count them as friends but uh you know the comments have gotten back well you know jake's making all this money off this podcast or jake's making all this money off, off these books <laughs> and uh i, I tell them I, I priced it at 9.99 so people would buy it and right. um yeah, i i have no problem saying my profit uh my royalty off of a 9.99 book is three dollars and sixty one cents, and I'm working with our FIAAA uh, to try to give a portion of that money back as you know door prizes at our uh, conference or scholarships or something like that. So uh, again, the, uh, it, it's just been so much fun to um, uh, to to do both the podcast and the book. Very cool. And that's where it's at. You know, it, if it stays fun and and uh anything else is a bonus and yeah. so it's just uh, the the fact that well, you're providing a great resource too well and from a selfish standpoint from our you know as, as active still you know day-to-day -day grinders in the ad world jake keeping somebody like yourself who's just a tremendous resource and, and wisdom and experience and things to share it keeps you in our in our arena so we can keep learning from you rather than having you you know, dash off into that Florida sunset. We never hear from you again. This gives us an opportunity to keep learning from you. So thank you very much. Uh, well, again, you're too kind. Thank you. So I want to get into now, Jake, and talk about some of the, I mean, you've done so many interviews. You've talked with so many, I think you said 47 different states. Uh, incredible. Um, and you've worked with a lot of great ADs in the state of Florida and other places where you've been. I just want you to talk about some of the characteristics that you think think some of the most successful and influential ADs have in common. What are those characteristics that we should be striving to do better at and be better at that you think those those really great ones have in common? Oh my gosh. Um, 
You're right. There, I've been very fortunate. That's uh, one thing I share is that uh, I've been able to surround myself with, you know, not my, by my doing, great leaders, great principals, uh, great assistant coaches. Uh, you know, when I was coaching, great kids. So, um, um, I, I guess for me, if, if you assume, and I know we're never supposed to do that, but if you assume, you know, the, the nuts and bolts are there, they've got a sports background, they can organize, um, you know, they can put together a, uh, a 17 double elimination tournament, you know, things like that. Um, I, I think maybe two things stick out for me. Um, one is, um, and this is going to be a, 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 a expanded I, a concept and, and idea is that um, they have the ability to listen and at the same time, you know, listen with a degree of discernment. Um, they are also um, incredibly encouraging um, and have have an I have an attitude of hey that's a great idea as opposed to well geez we've never done that before um you know i'll ask a rhetorical question for both of you you know have you ever had a boss say uh well geez you know we've never done that before you know we can't do that um how defeating is that to a kid a coach etc sometimes it might not be a good idea but sometimes there's a way to try it and see if it's going to work. Um, you know, we never had uh, a virtual conference um, for Florida until we did. Uh, we never had a podcast in Florida or Iowa or Georgia uh, until we did. Um, you mentioned John Scromolo. Uh, he's taken our newsletter and turned it completely online digital it's just one of the coolest things i've ever seen we never had that uh you know we had a a, a mimeograph crank out put it in the mail <laughs> newsletter for years because that's what you did um so i think those great leaders um they they listen and they encourage and um they have that the incredible ability to balance um a we're, we want to win. We want to get better. You know, we want to uh, do great things um, within a framework of um, it's all about the kids. And, you know, very few of these kids are going pro and uh, the sun is going to come up tomorrow. Um, so I, I think it's that ability to combine all of those things um, and relate to the people that they need to relate to. And they might not like them, but they need to have some kind of, you know, relationship that is going to be productive. Um, is that vague enough for you? Well, it, it's spot on. I mean, uh, relationship, relationship, relationship. relationship. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's just uh, it's caring about people and taking care of people. I, you know, I think what struck me is your your first month at McClay when you're asking those coaches what you can do to to make it fun for them. Make it fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was that had to be just eye opening for them. I'm not sure the previous AD was, but uh, that doesn't happen a lot where the AD offers to take stuff off their plate. I mean, that's what we try to do, but mm -hmm. um, my guess is that might have been a first for them at McClay. I love that response of balancing the, the competitive winning within the framework of, of, of the educational athletics and being all about kids. I, I think I think people, ADs, who can find that, who can find a way to say, we're, we're going to keep trying to get better. It's, it, there, there is a scoreboard, and, and, and our goal is to, to, to become better competitors and, and, and find success on that scoreboard, but at the same time, do it without sacrificing what this is supposed to be about. And I think you're right, spot on there, Jake, in terms of finding that balance uh, as an AD. And I think um, helping your parents and your coaches understand the balance uh, is another niche that comes within that. You have to understand as AD, and then can you sell it? Um, 
to those folks who might be hyper competitive in your in your department or in your community. Oh, you're absolutely right, and that kind of goes back to that you know the relationship thing. You know that you know challenging parent. We're not going to call them a psycho parent, uh, but that challenging <laughs> parent. You know you can't cut that parent uh and so you have to have some kind of relationship with them so whether it's having that sit down um in the office and, and just saying you know hey you know um you know this is um how we roll you know i, I just want to make sure you understand that you know is there anything i can do to help you, you know, have a better experience uh and you know during my five years at mcclay you know there were two times where you know i made the comment after you know listening uh, i said well maybe this isn't the best place for your one was a son one was a daughter maybe this isn't the best place for your son and uh it was always oh no they love it here i said well then what's the problem okay. you know your, your kid loves it here yeah. yeah so uh it's 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 not easy and that's you know we say sports you know uh, you know take take your hardest sport uh, I had no stomach for wrestling. You know, I was football, basketball, track. So I, I but I know because my friends wrestled how tough wrestling is. You know, football's tough, lacrosse is tough. They're all tough. But take your toughest sport, okay? Um, people choose to do them or they choose not to do them because of where it falls on that toughness thing. They're either drawn to that toughness aspect or they're repelled by it. I was repelled by that wrestling toughness, but <laughs> I embraced the football toughness. Um, and the same thing is true with being an AD, okay? It's not for everybody, okay? Right. But I think those of us that chose it as a profession, you know, we, we chose it for the good things and those tough things too. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, you know, one of the questions we always ask on our podcast, we, we'll talk to our, our guests in terms of What's their why? What what drives them? But you, I'm going to spin that a bit with you because you had a tweet yesterday that caught my eye, um, and I'll read that, and then I'll ask you to expand on this. So your tweet was this: uh, When I coached, my why was kids. When I became an AD, it became kids through coaches. Now that I'm retired, my why has become this, referring to the podcast. So Jake, I want to talk to you a bit about, or have you? talk a little bit about that tweet kind of what you meant by that because there's a there's a maturation of the why in turn uh that you talk about in that tweet you're referring to but there's also so many similarities um you're just doing a different platform so i just i, I want to give you a chance to expand on that tweet a bit in terms of explaining your why and how it's shifted and stayed the same over the years well um it, it again it was completely accidental um our episode for uh, Monday was uh, a gentleman, Steve Robinson uh, of uh, North Carolina. And at the end of our interview, um, uh, I, I'm starting to go through my normal wrap up stuff. And he goes, well, Jake, Jake, I got something I wanna get on the recording here. And I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, what's this? Um, and he proceeded to, and, and that was the little audio clip on that tweet i don't know if you clicked on it but he was just so very kind about you know what the podcast had meant mm -hmm. to him and keep doing it and you know you're helping ad's and um uh i've got your book and the, <laughs> the book is great and it was just a uh, a rainbows and unicorn moment uh, mm -hmm. for jake um and um i, I just felt compelled to you know share that that uh, I, I can remember like it's yesterday um you know those early days coaching you know later years um you know i got the chance to coach all three of our kids uh and i loved it okay i, I loved it i'm not saying i always did the best job because you know I, I wasn't as mature as i am now but uh i loved coaching kids and then as i became an athletic director um, over time, you know, I was able to see that I can still, I'm not coaching, you know, I'm, I'm angry maybe because I'm not coaching, but I, I can still have an impact with kids through these coaches and, and helping that younger version of Jake who's, you know, yelling and screaming at a kid now 
Um, you know, hey coach, you know, have you ever thought about this? Or, you know, have you tried that? Or just trying to help them become the best version of themselves. It's gonna to start to sound like Ted Lasso. I'm, I'm wearing my Ted Lasso shirt here, I don't know if you notice. Um, uh, and then, okay, I'm no longer the AD. I'm retired. Uh, I'm no longer on our state board. Uh, I'm still active nationally, but um, the podcast, um, in a selfish way, it allows me to still be a part of the club. I get to talk to you know great people, you know, like you and Todd, uh, and uh, we'll throw Scott in there too, um, oh. and, and other ads. Um, and for um, Steve uh, Robinson uh, to mention that and go out of his way to mention that. Uh, uh, like I said, so very, very gratifying uh, to hear. We all like to get those pats on the back. Uh, and that was just a, a big one for me. Well, I, and I, I thought that was really cool what he had said. And, and I really, I, I loved how, and I read that tweet and what resonated there with me was the, the thread in there for me and, and getting to know you uh, and listen to you over the years is this, this common thread of, serving whoever it is I'm working with. When you're a coach, it's how can I serve those kids so they can have a great experience and better. As an AD for you, it was how can I serve these coaches so they can have a better experience and be better ADs. And now as a podcaster, as an author, how can I serve other ADs so they can be better at their jobs, so they can be better for their coaches, so they can be better for their kids. And so you're still influencing kids through a different platform. And it's clear your why has always been, how can I make sure educational athletics is better for kids? Um, just a different arena to do it in in different stages of life. So thank you for that. Uh, well, again, thank you, sir. Yeah. All right, our final question we ask all of our guests. Um, you know, you aren't, that, you aren't all that old. I know you're retired in 41-year career, Jake, but you're still young, got lots of things in front of you. But if you could go back to a younger Jake and give him some advice, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give a younger Jake? Um, for me, it, it's two things, um, and I think I've alluded to one of them. Professionally, uh, listen, okay? Listen, listen, listen. Um, I, I was blessed with a lot of confidence. Uh, some people might say cockiness. Uh, others might say, you know, a holiness. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Did your wife uh, around? <laughs> um, and that got in the way professionally of me listening as much as I should. Um, I, I, it's that John Wooden quote, you know, it's when you uh, uh, start to figure out uh, that you don't know it all, uh, that's when you begin to learn. And uh, that was certainly it for me. Just shut up and listen, Jake. Um, and personally, um, spend do a much better job of balancing the work life with the home life. Um, you know, our kids were in sports throughout their life. Uh, you know, their, their mom and dad, you know, were, uh, were coaches and ADs, uh, but there still, I spent way too much time on the job. And there were times where I brought the job home, uh, that, um, I would tell my younger self, you know, hey, you know, don't do that. Uh, focus on the family more than you did. Mm -hmm. Did you learn to do that better? What what kind of change for you through the years to work on that balance? Well, um, <laughs> again, our our kids were fairly close. Our oldest was a senior. Uh, our son was a junior behind her, and then our youngest was a, a freshman. So they were packed in there uh, pretty tight. Um, you know, all three were in college at the same time. I certainly don't recommend Ooh. that. Um, <laughs> no. But um, uh, again, I, uh, I just had this conversation. Um, you know, our, our daughter, three sports star, great athlete, great student, all of our kids, we were very blessed. You know, good athletes, good students. Uh, but there were way too many times that um, at home I was their coach and I wasn't their dad, okay? And, you know, uh, I, I was that example 
not the crazy psychotic example, but I was that example of, you know, that uh, parent that just needs to take a breath and, and, and step back. Not all the time, but way too much. Uh, and so to answer your question, um, I think I learned it uh, by the time our youngest, you know, was a senior, much better than I did uh, for the first two. Um, I remember driving home from football practice a couple times with our son, who was a great player for us, did a great job, played college football. Uh, and I would tell him, uh, his name was Tyson. I said, uh, you know, Tyson, you know that last set of up downs I made you do? That was for the team. And uh, he goes, yeah, dad, I know. Uh, but, um, you know, that, that, that's half to half, okay? You know, you, you should do a better job as a coach uh, mm -hmm. you know, for all your kids, not just your own kids. But uh, yeah. um, that, that's wisdom um, after the fact. Right. Yeah. Jake, this has been uh, so much fun, and uh, something we've been looking forward to is to getting you on the podcast, and uh, just appreciate, again, uh, congratulations on a great career, congratulations on uh, your work in Florida, and uh, your continued work in the NIAAA, and we look forward to sharing a beverage with you in Denver, and uh, seeing you there. Oh, w without a doubt. And uh, I've got a uh, I've got a question here. I was hoping Scott was going to be able to join us. But uh, as you mentioned, uh, I've had all three of you on um, our podcast and uh, all three of your episodes have been uh, downloaded at a significant level. Uh, my question is, who do you think of you three has received the most <laughs> downloads? Uh, I'm going to go with Jarvis. I see. I was gonna go with Todd. Well, from the least downloaded, and all three are—they're well over a hundred downloads, which for us is good. Uh, from the least downloaded to the most downloaded, it's only a difference of eight. <laughs> so they're very tightly packed. And uh, in third place is Scott. Really. And the leader, drum roll, is Todd Gordon himself. Yeah, the sweet sounds of Todd Gordon will win every time. Oh. It's, uh, and now it's only going to go better. <laughs> wow. Wow. Good stuff. Oh, that's funny. Oh, uh, oh Jake, what, what, a, what a thrill it's been. And we can't wait to uh, shake hands uh, and get a hug from you out in Denver. So absolutely. Looking, looking forward, forward to that. that. Uh, um, well, thanks I, to you guys. And thanks for everything you do. Um, um, I, I, I credit the, the hanging with the AD guys for the inspiration. But uh, none of us would be here if it wasn't for uh, what you guys have been doing for four years now. Well, thank you. And uh, thank you. To all of our listeners out there who, who uh, check Jake out, if you haven't heard the Educational AD podcast, uh, go check him out. Check out his book. Uh, you can find that on Amazon and a great resource uh, for all of us. So uh, thanks again to Jake. And I just want to close um, talking about I just recently visiting with one of my coaches in, a, in our one-on-one -on -one session, um, our leadership stuff. And I was reminded uh, – the way our conversation went and what I have liked so much about our one-on-one -on -one sessions is the vulnerability that I think uh, our coaches feel most of them feel you know uh, secure enough to really share when they're struggling and uh, uh, the one recently just reminded me to remind everybody else that uh, you know remind your coaches that kids are going through stuff. Mm. And ADs, remember that your coaches are going through stuff. And then I want all of us to remember that our colleagues, our fellow ADs, may be going through stuff too. And students, coaches, ADs, sometimes at any level, you know, they cover it up and we don't know. Um, so before we 
react. Let's take time to to listen and uh, not be maybe so judgmental sometimes. And then really, as Jake said several times, listen. And then he repeated listen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hear what they're saying. But uh, just know there's, there's people out there going through stuff. Um, and I don't care what degree, what letters they have behind their name. They're going through stuff. And that stuff is real. And so, you know, sometimes we have to be more counselor than we are leader. And we still have to lead. But sometimes leading is listening and uh, caring about those people. So I encourage you to seek out those conversations, ADs, coaches, whoever's listening. Seek out conversations. Uh, Don't shy away from those conversations. And if if you need to help somebody uh, find another resource, then find another resource for them. Uh, But have those conversations. And through all of these one-on-ones, I'm just continually reminded every single time I have them, three or four a week, that we need to know our why and our purpose. And that needs to be known. And we need to continue to help others find their purpose, that that why. And as Jake said, that why can change. But it's always been for Jake about serving others. But life is so much... And I think this job, the job of a coach, the job of a teacher, the job of an AD, any leader, becomes a little bit easier when we know our purpose. And that purpose is with us every day, and we aren't just going about the function of the job. So know your purpose and help others find their purpose. And that's going to help them get through the day. But uh, sometimes it just comes down to that listening part and recognizing people when they're going through things as well. So uh, that's going to help them get through their stuff. The last thing I want to share is just a quote that I heard this week that I just thought was powerful. It was from our friend Craig Groeschel, who has one of our favorite, uh, one of the favorite podcasts that I listen to, and a preacher at Life Church. And I was listening to one of his sermons uh, this weekend, and his quote was, was this, being offended is inevitable living offended is a choice Mm. being offended is inevitable but living offended is a choice so i I want to thank everybody for listening i want to thank our sponsors um and uh, gipper superfan varsity bound hq hometown ticketing jamie beckler and the leadership playbook and GOAT Fundraise. And I want to thank the sponsors of Beyond the Bench. And a big thank you to our guest tonight, Jake Von Schier, retired from the great state of Florida and loving life. And uh, Jake, look forward to seeing you in Denver. And thanks again for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. Aaron, have a great week. Uh, Good luck in the playoffs. Good luck to your teams that continue to compete. And uh, we'll see you soon as well. Absolutely. Same to you, Todd. All right. We'll look forward to seeing everybody. Everybody, good luck in the playoffs. Good luck in your postseasons. And be blessed.